Recording in progress. All right, Mr. Kevin. Who Ugh. the fuck are we dealing with today? Let's make it happen. We've got heavies in the house. Ooh, we got yeah, the for metalheads. We got the heavies audio. The What's unofficial on, official sponsor of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we appreciate you guys having our backs since like day one, man. It's fucking been, it's been a trip. It, Hell it, yeah, dude. So I don't even recall how I found you guys, to be honest with you. I just scrolling, scrolling and probably, trolling. Probably one of our many targeted ads that we've been uh, flooding the socials with that everyone's been so happy with. Man, I man. literally just saw one five minutes ago. <laughs> and yeah. now you're going to see one. Like, yeah, every I was like, hey, minutes. I was like, this is the fucking video I was just looking at. So now, that, <laughs> now that we're saying the words and we're clicking on the links and all the other shit, it's going to be everywhere. And I'm all about it, man. I'm all oh, about yeah, you're, it. You're, they're all of our devices are listening to us. So uh, they, that's for sure. They sure are. Yeah. They're gathering our next searches right now. Yep. Fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. You won't find much on mine, but let's let's see what you give me. <laughs> You're definitely gonna find some weird shit on mine. So yeah, those Facebook targeted ads, man. They they find some really peculiar shit to show you. <laughs> yes, they do. Well, it's like anyway, but well, uh, I, I kind of spit it out there, but let's just do it formally, I guess. Introduce yourself, tell us who you are, and then we'll get to why you're on here. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm Tim from Heavy's Audio. Uh, we've been making uh, headphones geared towards uh, heavy music for, well, we've been a company now for about two and a half, three years, uh, and we finally are in production. And hopefully by the time everyone hears this, uh, they will realize that our headphones are very real because <laughs> we're getting a lot of backlash online because uh, we haven't delivered yet. It started out as a Kickstarter project, mm -hmm. and uh, I don't think a lot of people realize, you know, what it takes to come from uh, just Kickstarter, just from a basic idea uh, to come to full product fulfillment. So it takes a little bit. So we're we've we've been out of the kickstarter phase for about a year and a half now and we are shipping currently we already shipped a small batch out and we have a big shipment coming out this month and a big one coming out next month and that should cover about 90 percent of our back orders which are about uh, nice. a little over, over twelve thousand units sold so it's been, it's been a trip that's interesting well, man so throughout this uh, the whole production line. I know you guys. I'm, I'm sure you guys hit snags and shit here and there. You know how thing goes when, especially a, a new company. You guys are just starting out. Crowdfunding. Crowdfunding is already a hard thing to do. So the just the fact that you guys had so much, you know, I guess uh, eyes on everything so early, and you guys got so. I mean, you, you had over ten thousand units pre-ordered on that. That's pretty intense. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Wild. So so just creating the headphones, much less doing actual production of creating getting all these headphones made boxed up and shipped out like i can only imagine how long and how much shit that's got to take especially considering how many guys you guys got in the warehouse things like that especially on top of that the pandemic so it's it's probably been pretty hectic yeah that was a big obstacle for us we had a supply chain issue with getting chipsets for the headphones and yeah. we were just kind of like at a standstill for you know a short period of time it didn't it wasn't too bad but it definitely delayed our uh initial ideas i mean we were just trying to raise 20 grand on kickstarter to kind of get things started and then we ended up raising like 1.3 million and we were like oh, holy shit 
we're like shit <laughs> i guess this is a real thing yeah yeah exactly he's like well fuck i guess we gotta actually make these now fuck. now we gotta expand we got um our, our cto and our, our lead engineer is a gentleman by the name of axel grell and axel was with the sennheiser for 27 years so axel built all nice. of the hd series stuff for sennheiser um and he was just you know he did his thing at sennheiser he did his time and it was time for him to kind of uh expand a bit for from a creative aspect because you know working for sennheiser oh what do you got what do you got oh yep. there it is are those hd somethings something or another's hd6 mix yeah yeah so so axel nice. built those yeah <laughs> well um and, and now he's building um these um i mean i know we're audio only but uh nice they might yeah. see them hopefully they get to hear them we'll figure it out cool. yeah, no, yeah, yeah. so so actually i was just talking about this with my cousin we're talking about like like well for one we we're wondering if we're going to get to any of this as far as like where everything stands with the company and the production and all that so i'm, I'm glad you just like got right off the bat on that with with, with all of it but um we were talking about like all the hiccups that it takes from starting from an idea to fruition and it's not easy so i'm i'm gonna say this because i'm being patient myself but anyone who else be patient they're coming shit um, hopefully by the time this is out they they are they've got the tracking numbers or some of them even have units in hands yeah i mean that that's what the goal is like you know we yeah. are shipping uh because how you we're know, right, what is it? We're right in the middle of June now. So we're right in the middle of June, and we were trying to ship out uh last month. We we had like um we shipped out a small batch last month. Mm -hmm. Um, and there were a couple of things that we heard in the feedback from some people, and we wanted to kind of just hold off. So our, our idea was to ship a small batch, get it out. Everyone was gonna say, Cool, these sound great, and then we had to ship in a 500 that was supposed to come right after that. Um, but there was a problem actually with like the Android users. There was like a slight, a very slight clicking sound that was coming out when you first started a track. It wasn't mm. in continuous play, but if you went to a new track, there was like a light click. And it was just something that we didn't want to put out there. Uh, it was only for Android users. So, I mean, my, I myself am an Android user, but I know yeah. a majority of people are on Apple products. So it wouldn't have been an issue for them. But yeah, we have a big shipment coming out this month. We have 500 going out. Um next week and then we have five thousand going out before the end of the month and then next month we're going to ship out seven thousand and uh that covers pretty much all of our back orders that should be like 90 percent uh of our orders should be fulfilled by the end of next month awesome nice. so whoever is listening to this just know and realize it's a real thing <laughs> heavy's audio headphones are fucking real they're happening and you will get them soon if not by the time you hear this I'm honest. Right. I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna miss a lot of the uh, the comments. I'm gonna miss the people calling us. <laughs> I'm lo I'm loving the sarcasm on it. It's nice. I was come. I spent the last thirty minutes or so like going through all the posts, just trying to see like if anybody had questions that they wanted answered and shit. And I'm oh, just sure. like I'm like laughing at all the the back and forth between it because it's turned into almost a meme of its own it seems oh for sure, for sure. <laughs> i mean like, so in, like the beginning, in the beginning you know i answer a lot of the comments on i i answer all the comments and stuff on instagram and another team member of ours kumaran answers a lot of the stuff on facebook mm -hmm. um 
and in the beginning, you know, we try to be nice, but then there's always those like, and everyone seems to be cool. Everyone seems to understand like, Hey, you guys are a new company. It takes a lot to get this product out. Mm-hmm. Um, so people are being patient with us, but there's like a couple of reoccurring names that I, that I see that are constantly just like jumping on all of our posts. Like there's this one dude, I'm not going to put him on blast, but <laughs> I'll open up Do Instagram it. and and he will have commented on like seven different posts, like every minute, like <laughs> almost like a copy and paste. And I'll just, you know, there's only so much of that, that I could be, uh, sweet and nice about until i start kind of uh giving he's ready to hear over. those blast beats yeah yeah, through yeah. His head. <laughs> make sure, since he's already kind of a known name and no name spoken but make sure and give him like a little like like a little sweet water candy pack just to sweeten his deal like here you go man here's yeah. some fucking here's oh, some sour patch kids <laughs> well, i've told especially ship, I'm make sure especially that... ship it yourself uh, yeah, right. <laughs> i'm gonna hand make a hand, yeah make up put a ribbon on it like right. a gift a little, a little heart on it exactly. honestly that'd be fucking hilarious dude i'd yeah. love you if you did that <laughs> it was <Yeah>. me <laughs> I've, I've already told him that i'm gonna make sure that his gets shipped very last out of every single order so. <laughs> <laughs> He Whoa. did not find that. He did oh, not find that. Oh man! Well, and then unnamed. somebody else commented. Somebody else commented today. He's like, "Oh, I already know that you're gonna ship mine last." And I said, "Actually, I'm gonna ship yours second to last because there's someone who hates us even more." There you go. <laughs> so there's like two two guys that you know. But That's you know, good. but I understand where they're coming from. Honestly, you know, like yeah, people, you know, they we we live in a world where it's very like everything's immediate. You know, you could order yeah, on demand. Yeah, yeah, anything you want on Amazon and have it into your door the next day so when you especially a lot of people i mean i myself i've never backed anything on kickstarter before i've never even been involved in the kickstarter project until this so mm-hmm. you know some people are a little unfamiliar with it and don't realize maybe how long it takes a lot of mm-hmm. kickstarter projects we're actually in like the top 30 percent of kickstarter products as far as uh delivery Mm-hmm. You know, that's what i was wondering i wonder how many projects actually run through kickstarter and don't even come to fruition well that's the thing too yeah, a lot you know of, what i mean like i wonder what the percentage is on that yeah i, I don't know that number but yeah there's a yeah. lot of stuff that never gets made and people give their money and you don't get your money back yeah mm-hmm. you take the money you know, and run stuff, that's a shit well, that's the that's thing about concept i mean honestly with a kickstarter it's 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 an investment you're you're investing on it and waiting for a return you know what i mean it's normally you're buying a product but when you're kickstarting or when you're doing a crowdfunding it's really an investment yeah and the product that you invested in is your return so exactly. there's plenty of times that i've taken investments in things that were just shit deals and you just got to sit and wait it out or just take your loss but i mean it's great that at least this is something that's come to fruition. It's a physical product. There's evidence I've seen of, of it's not very many people that you can find online that have the headphones, but I mean, obviously you're holding a pair, you know, like they're out there. Right. It's just, it's, it's just, I guess with, with the uproar of the people, you know, kind of coming in and with the shipping delays and things like that, um, it, it makes sense that it's going to happen, but there's probably a lot more people. I mean, think you got over 12,000 units that are pre-ordered, there's definitely not there's what maybe a thousand or a couple hundred people commenting on the post like that doesn't touch the amount of people that have gotten pre-orders so far uh, yeah no it's not even close and like very honestly close. like i said like people that are upset it's a very small percentage of people mm-hmm. but you know the they're the ones that make the loudest noise and then it's true 
and they're, they're, we have to be a little bit delicate about how we handle that because those are the people that are commenting on things and there's always those potential new customers who haven't pulled the trigger yet and then you see some guys saying oh it's a scam blah 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 and then mm-hmm. you know if, if you're it's not it's real easy for one or two bad reviews to to drive someone away from a product i do it all the time when i go to sure. price something out or i'm shopping I'm definitely looking at those reviews, and I guarantee it was along with other people. I mean, even if you know the product's good, you see that one review, you're hesitant. You're like, maybe the one I get's fucked up, you know, and and something like that. And it easily can do that, especially when you have more people piling on and just causing an uproar, uproar or something that, you know, there's not even really anything finite, finite about it. Yeah, and that's a big thing for us. We we could have we could have you know we have units that we could ship. We could have shipped them all to everybody already. But you only get one shot at a launch as a, as a new company. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, where we only true. get that one chance to to send it out and have everyone say they sound great. You know. But so. another thing you mentioned earlier that I didn't think about, or I didn't even see in any of the comments or discussions that people were talking about, was okay. So that small batch you sent out, it the whole point is it's a bug test. You know, you guys sent it out, and you, you know, you guys thought it was good to go. That's how it is with programming and shit too until you you know you get a tester or somebody that finds something going on like the android issue and then yeah imagine like if you guys didn't do that and you guys rushed the shipping and then and then you guys had seven thousand fucking units that had issues sure because those what take them all back you know yeah and then you're fucked dude and you guys are fucked there's nothing you can do right imagine all the negative comments and feedback from then then there's no turning i would i'd be glad to just take the negative comments and push something back and make sure we got a finished product i mean there's too many people right now where the investors are looking for their return and they're just pushing out an unfinished unpolished product thinking they can just fix it or patch it later especially in the video game industry right now so it's it's good to see a company hold back and push something back on, you know, it's going to cause some people to be upset about it, having to wait, especially however long they've been waiting already, you know, but I'd rather have a nice finished product than get something and, and be extra unsatisfied because I got it shipped to me finally and it was broken, you know? Right, right. So, then then that's, that's it. As a company, we'd be dead in the water. Yeah, That'd you'd be, be fucked and everyone would be pissed and, and then, yep. then what, right? Right. <laughs> Here, here's my thought on it and like no matter what you can't please everybody even mm-hmm. if you send out a flawless product from day one and there's no waiting and there's no like back orders or nothing you're still gonna get people that are gonna talk shit so fuck them oh yeah yeah i mean yep. we know we have a great product like i listen you know i fucking love these headphones these are honestly the best headphones that i've ever personally used you know mm-hmm. um and everyone that we've sent them to have said something similar, you know, as in, in this price range. Of course, there's like the thousand dollar headphones that are a yeah, totally right. different. A totally You're going to have game. in studio. Sure. Uh, this yeah. is you know, obviously a very different product than that. But there are going to be people that don't like the way they sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If 90 if 90 percent of the people love it, we're happy. Well, with me, people, us that know music, when it comes to ear and hearing your your tuning and your pitch and all that, I mean, everyone has a different ear. So right. not everything will sound the same to everybody. Right. Right. But so. an interesting part of that is too, we're going to have a software side of the headphones as well, where you can kind of build your own sound profile. So if, if completely, you know, uh, EQ not changed, if you're not liking it, you could also build your own sound profile. Wow. And we're thinking nice. of an, we're thinking of an idea to work with different producers uh, that can do kind of plugins 
Oh, shit. um, You know, like X X producer would mix uh, metalcore like this. Boom. You can click his metalcore mix or you could mix his, you know, classic heavy metal mix and and have like different plugins for different producers. So that's something that we've been working on to kind of, you know, change that. Like you said, everyone wants to hear their music a little bit differently. And if if you have these producers that have been making all of our favorite records for how long making their own EQ um, it would it would really definitely help eliminate mm. most of those people that uh, don't like the sound. You know, you're going to be able yeah. to adjust these to make them sound how you want them to sound, essentially. Wow. So that's what I'll, I'm kind of interested. This, this would be a good time to just segue into this then with the tech of the headphones. So like, like someone like me, I don't really know a whole lot about the tech behind headphones. And I've, I've been reading that you know, there's only four drivers in the headphones. So can you explain maybe someone like me that doesn't really know, like, what's the purpose of having multi-drivers versus a single driver? Or maybe some sure, headphones sure. don't even have them. Well, yeah. Um, so traditional headphones, like the ones that both of you guys are wearing, I would imagine are just uh, single driver headphones. Um, so I'm going to hold up here um, again. Sorry for the users that are listening on Spotify. But so we have like two woofers on the side, like mounted okay. one on top of each so other. So inside the cup, like the left cup, there's going to be a yeah. woofer. Okay. And, and then the tweeters are kind of positioned towards the front of the ear to kind of give you a more oh. natural sound field. Because when you're listening to something, we're trying to recreate kind of a live environment. If you're listening to something coming off the stage, it's it's coming from in front of you, not from yes, both not sides com- of not you. from surrounding. Exactly. Right. Right. So the tweeters kind of give it that hmm. forward-facing natural sound field. Um, and the benefits of having multi-drivers is we can broadcast at different frequencies at the same time. It's going to be, you know, we could have tweeters handling the highs and the high mids, and then the subs on the side handling the lows and the low mids. And it really gives really great instrument separation. Like you could hear both guitars playing each note cleanly very precisely very cleanly wow. rather than kind of single driver headphones kind of like you know there are some great single driver headphones you know not, not yeah. to take away anything from that but it kind of muddies up the sound at a certain point but this you could listen to completely high volume and you could hear every single note being played by every single instrument very separately so it really is kind of a, a different listening experience Hmm. I'm interested. So I'm curious with you listening to a lot of different stuff. Have you heard anything in the albums and songs that you've liked and listened to so long, like frequently enough that you have you heard anything new in there? Right? Yeah, there's headphones? like certain, you certain like, um, yeah, certain rhythm parts on uh, certain rhythm guitar stuff that I kind of missed you know, listening to the first 500 times that I listened to it. And then I get these on and I'm like, oh shit. Okay. I didn't even realize there was a whole guitar part like underneath that, that I was missing, you know, that. So So like, that makes sense. A long time ago, I guess it's shit, 15 years or so now, I stumbled across a pair of Sony MDR headphones. And uh, I decided to start using those when I was doing, because I used to mess with Fruity Loops when I was back in high school and stuff like that. It's FL Studio now, so. Um, when I got those headphones though, dude, and I put them and I started listening to stuff with those, that was what opened my eyes to like how good quality headphones could sound is because I, I would listen to songs that I'd heard forever and was able to hear things I never heard before, because right. I guess those headphones were picking up different frequencies that they were at a more wider, wider range. Right. And, right. uh, it was, it was very interesting. I actually, actually, I just lost these damn headphones like recently in the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. I had them for a long time. I don't know where the hell they went. But uh, is this, is this like I a convenient them, way for me to say, oh, well, I'll send you a pair of ours? It's like a 
Bro, I, I, I miss well, those fucking headphones, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> but definitely you know, not... you know what I mean about those. Though. Uh-huh. So it's, it's interesting to see. Like, I'm I'm curious too. Is like would be funny to hear. Like, if you hear people make mistakes in the in the recordings too, because it'd be more clear. So then you know how metal a lot of the distortion can cover your ass sometimes. For sure. So it's it'd be funny to be able to finally hear between the barrier to me make a mistake. Right. Well, good luck. Good luck. I thought they were flawless. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, but good another luck. another side of the technology that we're putting into these two is like, um, I have tinnitus. Like my ears are currently ringing right now. It just is twenty four seven. Yeah. Um. So we actually have a uh, patented technology going into these that measures the. It's a, like a, through an audio dosimeter, which before this company i had no idea what it was (laughs) but um it measures the pressure inside of the headphone and they will take out harmful frequencies without actually altering the sound you could look into it anyone that's listening to this look into what psychoacoustics are and how they work um so it will enable you to be able to listen to the headphones at a high volume for longer without damaging your hearing what and that was like a big focus of ours is everyone that I know that's in the in the industry, everyone's got tinnitus, you know, everyone that's, you know, been playing on stages for 20 years and not wearing proper mm-hmm. ear protection. Like I wore uh, I went and saw cave in the other night and I wore earplugs for the first time, I think, ever in my life. And I left the concert like, why? Why haven't I not been doing this for the past 20 years? Like, did it did it change the sound at all? It was no, still not, good, not right? Really? I could still hear it. You know, I was yeah. always like, well, especially if you know the songs. It. yeah right 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 so you know the the technology to help protect your hearing uh the able to the ability to separate the instruments a lot um that's kind of like the main focus of the technology of it and then also we're doing those replaceable skins on the outside of the headphones so you can kind of customize the look of your headphones too it's like you know it's like wearing a band shirt on your head Yeah. yeah You know, it's a easily recognizable if you're on the train and you see somebody or you're walking on the street, you see somebody wearing a pair of the heavies and they have like a, you know, your favorite band's skin on the side. You're like, oh, shit, yeah, there's, there's one of us, you know, that guy. It's cool. a good idea. I like that because it's it kind of almost one ups the whole beats idea. It's where like, oh, you see that, and you know, someone's wearing beats, you know, like this actually gives you the idea to the ability to customize it. And everybody fucking loves that. You know, how right. people yeah. love to accessorize anything they can. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's 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 like buttons and things you can put on Crocs. So like there's a whole a whole fucking market for that shit. So like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You guys you nailed have, it on that. Do you guys have I think any you're, I think intention? You're the first person to ever compare us to a Crocs. Don't don't take it <laughs> into offense. <laughs> do you guys have any intentions on like um like being able to upload your own image and and like for maybe for an extra fee or what to make like a one-off real custom skin for somebody that maybe wants to do that yeah we were thinking about doing something like that the point the the factory that we're working with right now there's like a limited there's like a number to it like we you have to order we have to order x amount Okay. to get them done so to do a one-off could we do it sure but like is it going to cost someone a hundred dollars also maybe and like i don't know if people are willing to do that but right. it might, based off of how it's actually done and the shape of like the cup and things like that it, it might be easier to just fucking get a printing place to do it and just press it on like a peel and stick 
Sure. Something. Right. You know, I mean, right. Yeah. It all depends on. Yeah. Cause that's how it is when you're going to do like things a like print that. on demand kind of thing for just yeah. like, like this. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I, just... I mean, even when we like the guy, cause I do mountain biking and we order custom jerseys and shit. Usually if you can order like six or so at a time, they're going to give you a better deal on it because they don't, you know what I mean? So. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. And we've been thinking about working with some record labels. Um, you know, I've been talking to some of the guys at Metal Blade and they really like our idea and they've heard our headphones and they really like it. So it'd be cool to have like, you know, a Metal Blade skin on one side and then you could just kind of go through the whole roster on the other side, just yeah. slapping on whatever they got. So yeah. You know, there's there's lots of ways to expand yeah. and to do to do what we are. And it's we really want to be a community based product you know it's easy just to be hardware right you could just make the headphones and you ship them out and then that's where it ends mm -hmm. you know how do you how do you make that go further how do you you know our music scene is the most inclusive and, and community-based music scene out there you know it's like i can i go to i used to go to shows with like a, a group of people 10 or 15 people we used to fucking mm -hmm. just go to a ton of shows together and that those numbers start to dwindle you know i'm about to turn 40 a lot of my friends are not really going to shows anymore but i can go yep. to a show by myself and i run into seven eight nine fifteen people that i know and you're all just hanging out so yeah you know how do how do you keep that going as a hardware company you know and we're going to do that through different levels of our software we're going to have you know some interactive parts of the software and then, you know, kind of just keep it going. I like try it, to man. try to keep it as a community-based product. Yeah. I, I like it. And it sounds like you guys got a ton of great ideas. And I'm 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 very, very anxious to see which ones actually come to light and are available, not only to just like well, just to the everyday user. I think that's gonna be fucking awesome. Yeah. I mean, all those things that I just mentioned are hundred percent happening. Those aren't those aren't just like uh, you know things on the wish list for us those are things that yeah. are actually going to be done you know we have nice. other wish list things but uh you know we'll we'll see how those pan out and how like i said maybe down the road like i said if heavies take off and everybody ends up digging these products and it blows up i mean that's the shit with the customizable caps everything i mean even more is down the road you know yeah. what i mean who's to say oh. you guys don't expand into microphones for sure. Yeah. I mean, you know? we, uh, so yeah, we're, so that's what kind of what everyone's been asking, like, what's the next step? What are you guys going to do after this? Yeah. We're not going to be just a one and done company. We don't want to just pump these out and then walk away and say, all right, we did it. We did, we made our headphones and then yeah. walk away. So we we're thinking the next product we're going to do is like a studio, actual studio headphone. Um, yeah, like a studio headphone, like a more higher or, end. Yeah. Like things that, mm -hmm regular consumers might not use more yeah. that engineers and producers more of a per, yeah it's gonna be more of a professional basis yeah and we do understand that that's obviously not going to be as big of a product um but we also want to be out there we also want to be involved on that level you know mm -hmm. a consumer level product is great and then if if you if we can cover the consumers and then the professionals as well why not yeah, I mean, if you get the R and D and the tech down, I mean, you can always make them in smaller batches. Yep. Sure, it's gonna be something. You know, it's not gonna be something that would need to be so mass produced. And even exactly. even even if it's that, that'll only make the quality better. You right. know what I mean? The testing on it will be will be good. Right. So, what yeah, about the, the other? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, no, I was gonna say like these. We're gonna plan on making, you know, hopefully a hundred thousand of them at some point. And then the pro models, maybe we only make five thousand. Maybe we only make ten thousand. Mm -hmm. And that's cool. 
Um, then after that, we that's where we're like, okay, what do we do then after that? Do we expand? Like you just said, like, do we do microphones after that? Or we were thinking about doing like a Bluetooth speaker. Um, In-ear monitors? Yeah, who knows? Yes. Yeah. Anything? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that's used in, in the business that you guys could expand to honestly oh, for sure man no for I sure i mean the way and who knows what's going to come out in the next couple of years right you know right. tech's getting right. crazy right now oh, no it's, 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 it's exponential so right what about on the other end of the spectrum for more of like the budget-friendly buyer someone that's like well fuck i don't know if i want to spend this much just to try out a product this and that but like i don't know earbuds or something something more like on the sure. other end of it you know what i'm saying that's always yeah, another yeah. market to, to try to reach out to right yeah i mean personally like i said before like i've, I've never been involved in like the high-end audio stuff like this is my first touch like that's i've me. never yeah i've never had a uh, pair of headphones that were more than like 120 bucks yeah for right real. no and that's why i asked that because like um for me personally it's like well i mean i'm not opposed to it but it's also kind of like well that's a a little out of my personal budget but let's yeah. fucking make it happen you know what i mean yeah and that I was the cool about thing about kickstarter was we were able to like when we first opened kickstarter i think our first price was either 129 or 139 and i don't think people really realize what they're getting for that price and that's another thing with a lot of our backers you know the, the small amount of people that are upset about it you know you know i spent 150 dollars. where's my stuff like, hey, man, like you're getting a pair of headphones that sound like a $500 pair of headphones. Me and the CEO of the company went to this thing that they call Can Jam uh, here mm -hmm. in, in New York City, you know, Can's headphones. Um, and we just, we didn't have a booth. We didn't have anything. We just showed up with our headphones and we were just walking around the whole thing and handing the people. And they were like, what are these? And I'm like, oh, these are heavies. And a couple of people had heard about us before and a couple of people had no idea what we were doing. So we just went gorilla style. We're like, let's just show yeah. up and start putting these on people's heads. And some guy like turned to me. He was like, dude, I just tried these over here. And these are like retail at like $600. And I honestly, these are more, you know, the heavies are more comfortable and I enjoy the way they sound more. Yeah. So, uh, you know, for the people that got too. them for 130 bucks, people that got them for under 200 bucks, I think they're in for a real treat, like with what they're going to actually get here. So you, the guy was mentioned comfortability. How are the the ear cups exactly? Like, um, that's are been they... like the, the biggest thing that everyone said. Like, they take them off, and the first thing that they say before they mention the sound is how comfortable they are. Like, you wear glasses, and like that was a yeah. concern for a lot of our backers. Like, you know, I wear glasses, and most mm -hmm. headphones are uncomfortable with wearing glasses, but mm -hmm. especially that, over the ears they when they hurt. fully cup your ear. They like the last pair of headphones I had before these were wireless, and I liked them a lot. But after about an hour, dude, I, I had to adjust my glasses or take them off, so yeah. I didn't even use them anymore. And those were like 120 bucks. Sure, right, right. And oh, yeah. Like, yeah, not to mention people like me with these fucking big old holes in their ears. <laughs> yeah, big I, fucking I gauges. A silver dollar yeah. in my fucking earlobe. You know what I mean? That's so, a good yeah. point. Yeah. I didn't even think about what that would be like wearing headphones with big fucking earlobes like that. It happens. Yeah. You just no, get used to it. Yeah, yeah. right. So yeah, everyone's I guess you're right. Everyone has these different preferences. So, right. That's everyone's cool. commented on how comfortable they are, and and that's important. And that's another that's thing like I haven't the, seen anybody touch on. Yeah, that's the least of our concern. Is we know that this is a super comfortable, nice uh, pair of headphones. You know, so one thing mm -hmm. I wanted to ask real quick too, when you were mentioning the tech in it, so it seems like there's kind of some sensitive equipment in there. So, 
um, is there any chance that something like that can get broken by the headphones falling or anything like that? Has that I is mean, that always a natural occurrence? Honestly, I've never had anything you I know high to headphones. I mean, like bro, that. if somebody starts fucking circle pitting by themselves by listening to heavies, all of a sudden they fall <laughs> off their head. What's gonna happen? That's a good question. <laughs> I, yeah, like, it's, how is that tech in there that that measures the how you were mentioning the damage to your ears? How it can cut certain frequencies? It's is that not something as that's, sensitive. It's not okay. as sensitive as it might sound. You know, I've honestly. Um, you know, sorry to my CEO if he hears this, but I've I've dropped these quite a few times, like <laughs> at, at demo events, and like people like kind of their the eyes, the eyebrows go up, like oh fuck, he just dropped the headphones. <laughs> you pick them up and dust them off of my pants real quick and put them on the head, and you know it's not. Yeah, these are really well constructed. Like um, nice. Sometimes with like headphones, you'll shake them around, you can kind of hear things moving. These are like they're super solid. solid yeah, they're solid. They're not. None of that shit's going anywhere. So nice, dude. Cool. Yeah. That's yeah, good shit. That's no, great to hear. It is. It is good. Like I'm interested now. I can't wait for these to get start getting in people's hands so they can start putting out reviews and all this shit. I want to see. I want to see how they sound and everything. I like the noise canceling feature too. Someone mentioned. I think it was. Um, I can't remember her name now on the threads, but it was called. What is it? Helm. Uh, Helmo oh, yeah. or uh, the Hell Blocker. Hell Blocker. Yeah. Hell- the hell blocker yeah we're you know we're trying to come up with creative ways and yeah. you know something a little cheeky to be you know you know block yeah. out that block out the hell of the uh the real world that we all live in and kind of that'll make them good for shit like airplanes things like that too subways for sure yeah nice. yeah hell yeah another, dude, shit. another cool feature we have too is like uh we didn't want it you know when you have your headphones, there's always like a, a voice inside them, right? You know, a pairing mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Um, I met up with Derek Green from Sepultura before yes. a show here in New York City. I was waiting and, to get to this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I met up with him before a show. He had, he posted something like Loudwire. Somebody posted like, we asked Derek Green, what's five things he needs while he's on tour? And like number one on the list was like headphones. Number two was like good. He's a vegan guy. So like a good vegan spot or, and whatever the list was. And I just, you know, got in the comments. I was like, yo, Derek, we got you on headphones if you want. And then I, I slid into the DMs. He's like, oh, this sounds actually really cool. And they were on tour with Crowbar and um, shit. I can't remember who else was on that tour. But whatever, I met up with him at Irving Plaza here in New York City before a show, and he really digged it. And then we were tossing around the idea of like, well, what are we going to do with this? So Derek's voice is actually the voice that'll say, you know, Bluetooth activated or max volume or, you know, whatever. hell blocker activated, all, all that stuff. All the voice prompts are all Derek's voice. And That's a great idea. That's that so got, fucking metal, dude. That so dude's metal. got a fucking voice. Due to recording difficulties to our stupidity, here is a word from our sponsor. Hey, dude. Hey, Greg. 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 (gasps) What, dude? What the hell, man? You can't hear me calling your name? No, man. I got the heavies on. Oh, you got the heavies on? I heard about those things, man. Those those new headphones engineered for metalheads. With two frequency ranges and four drivers, lets you hear metal the way it's meant to be heard. Oh, dude, can you imagine the nasty breakdowns on those things? Go to heavies.com and get you a pair, and make sure and tell them the dude sent you. And now, back to the show.
Yeah, I didn't want to interrupt you when it would cut off. I was waiting for a, a good break, but we're good. That's the it's beauty of not having Zoom Pro. I know, right? Sorry about that. But Derek Green. <laughs> it happens to me all the time, so I try to, like, get in everything I got to say before. I'm like, I'm on an important call with fucking Metal Blade. I'm like, oh, got to go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've, we've done it with almost everybody, and it's like, fuck, I'm in the middle of talking with Downset guitar player or fucking Nate from yeah. Converge or whatever. And it's like, oh, yeah, let me yeah. resend you a link. Sorry, guys. <laughs> don't worry we're very professional yeah, yeah exactly. right <laughs> exactly fuck it no but yeah. Derek, Derek from sepultura doing the voiceover that's that's fuck that's that's metal as fuck dude as yeah uh, and we're, and we were thinking about what the software level too is like what if we have like unlockable characters what if we get other people to do voice prompts and then you can get like dude Jesse that's Lee that's fucking a good idea to do, you know like what if we can get other people to do voices for us and like have little ways where you could unlock characters and, and things like that so yeah who's on the radar just just throw out two names four names whatever uh for me it would be jesse leach from kill switch yes yes um, mike make that happen we just had you on here make it happen <laughs> I, I have actually i have a pretty good relationship with jesse i used to he used to be in a band called the empire shall fall it was like a side project of his um mm -hmm. after kill switch after seamless he did a project called the empire shall fall and, and i used to book shows here in new york city and somehow i became like their new york city booking guy um so i have like a little bit of a personal relationship with jesse like you right. know we Hell yeah. We know each other. I, I see him out. He lives here in New York. He doesn't live in the city, but you know, he comes out to shows and stuff. And I always try to like kick it to him or kick it with them and or say what's up to him. So Jesse would be a great one. There's there's another one. Uh he doesn't really we don't we're not really allowed to talk about his name officially yet, but he was he isn't a big four band. You oh, can, okay. but I can. I know who he is. <laughs> Shoot me a message and I'll talk about him. That's not how it works. He's got a very uh, distinct voice. Uh, yeah, that's cool, dude. Well, if he's and in a big four, I mean, there's only so many. We there's can only think four. Of. There's, yeah. there's only four vocalists there, and he's one of them. And also well, played cool. guitar, and you know, who knows? Yeah, who knows what? if that will happen? I don't want to. They say all it do. Don't all four of them play guitar? No, exactly. But let that I'm hoping the mystery. I'll, I'll, well, I can. Nah, I won't keep. I, I don't. I have no idea, but I have a very good speculation off of what you just said. And hopefully, medical issues don't get involved, and he's able to do it. Let's just say that. Uh, yeah. No. No. That that wouldn't be a that wouldn't be a problem. Okay. All right. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Cool, man. Uh -oh. I like that idea though of, be, of yeah. having other people do it, where you can like update your headphones to like literally be someone else's voice. Yeah. That's not original. I haven't heard some shit works. like that. Yeah, Especially right. if it's if the technology's there, why not? Yeah. Can I, so can, I cool. can I throw one suggestion? I Go. think you'll I think you'll know who I'm gonna say because I've already told you he's like on the top of my list. Mr. Keith Buckley. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I would love to fucking have Keith Buckley on oh, my headphones. Oh. I've talked to him a little bit. <laughs> that I, would I've be talked, pretty dope. I've talked to him a little bit about the headphones. You know, I've I've have you know, some limited contact with him. Yeah. Um, he's, he's actually part of a project that my friends are in. Uh, my oh. buddy, Chris Enriquez is a drummer and, uh, he's doing a little something with Keith that hopefully we will hear sooner I rather so. than later. I hope so. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Let, I'm excited to hear what, whatever Keith's going to do next. I'm yeah, dude, I am too. I want to steer off for a second just because we're kind of brushing on it. 
I'm I've I've I'm I've expressed to you I'm a huge every time I die fan. I'm wearing their fucking shirt. Um, yeah, and I think and I think you got a Jordan Buckley print behind you too. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, that one there. He yeah. does. I have I have a. Oh yeah, you got something there. I have too. an every what do you time got? I well I got an every time I die print from uh. I'm curious now who actually did this fucking print. I don't know who did it. I know it's numbered though. My my yeah, that's a that's a Jordan I think. It's the, the two of it's yeah, it's number two of a hundred. That probably is a Jordan one. I th- it says it's old. I think though. it says the last name hey, is Sang. T S A N G. Oh, I've seen that one before. Design in print. What is this? Design in yeah, print. Yeah, they're like dinosaurs. It's like every time I yeah. die, yeah. dinosaurs or something. It's shit from like that. Uh, let's see, what show is it? The Opera House, twenty thirteen, May uh, March sixth, I think. Show. Oh, maybe that was a little bit before he was doing the Jordan Buffley Worldwide stuff. Maybe. Well, yeah, yeah I don't anyway, know. Anyway, you were you were saying. My, <laughs> my question is, and I don't. It's not even a question. It's more or less your input. Like I, I love every time I die, no matter what it is that they did, are doing, or gonna do, and no matter who's involved. Give me your thoughts on Better Lovers for a second. I want to. I want to just get away from the headphone talk for maybe two seconds. What do you think of yeah, the Better no, Lovers I, shit? So. For me, my two favorite live bands of yes. all time are Dillinger's Escape Plan and Every Time I Die. Yes. <laughs> the benefits of living in, I live in New York City. The benefits of living here is I would see Dillinger three times a year. I would see Every Time I Die three times a year. Yeah. So, like, I <laughs> went from seeing two of my favorite bands multiple times a year to now nothing and i'm like it's been a bit depressing like i was talking to someone the other day and and, you know i fucking i fucking go off at shows i'm climbing on people's heads i'm jumping off the stage i'm fucking grabbing the microphone i'm fucking doing anything i can and having the most fun because i think you said earlier you're you're 32 did you say that Uh, no No. 39 i'll be 40 in october oh well then you're still you're much more limber than i am so keep it going i can't do that shit no more (laughs) i feel it the next day god damn but there are no bands right now. I mean, I really love Touche Amore as well. I just, I've been following them for a while and I'll still go off for those shows. But like, I was thinking about it. I was like, I haven't fucking really crowd surfed or, or fucking grabbed a microphone in a while. Um, so to, to hear, you know, Greg's vocals on top of Jordan Buckley riffs and then Will Putney oh, also involved in that yes. project too. I, I hope mean, he, you were talking about like, earlier talking about producers and plugins and i hope he was one on the radar i didn't i didn't mention it but i, I hope will has will has a pair of my of our headphones right now yes nice so, yes hope you know hopefully we we find a way to work together but i just really kind of wanted to get them to him just to kind of get his opinion yes. you know more than anything else you know and like mm-hmm. you know see where he stands as someone who's produced some of my favorite albums of all time exactly uh see what he thinks of them that was more of the goal there but if we end up going that producer route and doing plugins and stuff like that of course you know he would be on the list i would love to get like uh will yip involved i would love to get kurt from uh god city involved you know all you know all of the guys that we love to listen to so all the heavy hitters baby all and i don't think people i don't think people really realize uh you know how important that is like who's producing the album you know we're so used to like oh well that band's awesome it's like well that band's awesome but they're also sound awesome because of of, yes 
who's producing them i mean it's like always that. kind of been known that like the producer is almost like the other unspoken member of the band and it's absolutely it's, and so and i mean I, I more or less refer back to like george martin the beatles so like sure he was he was the other beatles other than absolutely you know, epstein but no like like i i fully agree yeah so yeah the better lover stuff i'm i'm fully stoked on you know yes. There's a lot of people, you know, like I'm not I'm not here to choose sides. I love music. No. You know, I'm not I'm not trying to say like, I, you know, I'm this guy versus this guy just because they were in a band together. And, you know, if they got beef together, you know, that's unfortunate. But that's their lives. Like people don't realize, you know, those guys, you know, in Every Time I Die and in Dillinger Escape Plan, those guys were in bands together for like 20 years or, or you know, Greg was in Dillinger for like 17 years, like nobody knows what the fuck that was like touring with each other like right you know it's hard enough to like maintain a relationship with one person like a, a girlfriend or whatever for how long let alone mm-hmm. trying to maintain a relationship with four or five other people on a, a tour van. bus in a, yeah in, in a van going around <laughs> yeah. the country you yeah. know and, and those guys weren't you know i'm sure they're they're fine but they're not multi multi millionaires running around in huge coach buses Mm -hmm. and shit they were in a van with a trailer on the back and shit you know like nobody knows what that would do to a relationship between people so if x person has a little bit of you know beef with you know person y then that's between them you know i'm I'm here for the music 100 percent, man yeah i mean i love all the music that all of those guys make and like greg from uh dildress gate plan and now better lovers you know he just came through on a solo tour did you see that did you go bro i did it was fucking brilliant i'm so upset that i missed it because they didn't come to san we're from san antonio he didn't come to san antonio but they went to all or he went to austin and i'm pretty bummed that i didn't drive up there and go check it out and and you know it is what it is i've missed more than many shows that i'm upset about even specifically tonight fucking les claypool's playing with sean lennon doing the uh flying frog brigade and they're they're covering animals from pink floyd and it's yeah, awesome dude, and i'm like that. fuck i almost canceled tonight's podcast to try and go and do it but i was like nah, <laughs> i would have fully understood i would have fully understood <laughs> i would have too but it's also financial priorities everything you know and that no i'm, I'm, I'm yeah a little, i'm catching anyway. that when it comes to new york for sure i love claypool mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that'd be badass. I I only saw them do Primus whenever they came to Sunken Gardens, and then ba- way back at Ozfest, I haven't seen them with anything else. Yeah, that'd yeah, but cool. just touching like what I was saying before, like I live in New York, so like I get every tour for the I most bet. part. Yeah, I you bet. get even the international shit. Well, the thing is, the thing is, everything. if like a band's gonna go to New York, I don't I don't know where you're at in New York, but it's not too far of a drive to go anywhere. No, I dude, I. I can jump on the subway for two dollars and and seventy cents and and be anywhere I want to be in any period of time and back home in bed to go to work the next morning if I need to. You know, it's See, not so for us if like I want to go to So What Festival and it's five hours away. Right. <laughs> Let alone like, well, now I got to think <laughs> about like tickets. I got to think about staying somewhere. You yeah. know, it becomes a it becomes a full thing. Like it's not just like, oh, let's just go over here for the night you know less claypool in austin that's maybe an hour that's doable but you know some 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 people don't go to austin they don't go to san antonio houston's fucking three and a half hours away dallas dallas is usually what they'll hit we had to do that last year when we went and saw high lung we went up to dallas so it's not you guys got to drive you guys got to drive no right yeah 
I jump on the subway. I could be loaded out of my fucking mind if I want to. <laughs> all kidding aside, I really don't drink too much at shows. I try to be pretty present. But even like three, four, five, six, seven drinks. Yeah, you know, I'm not. I'm not trying to get in the car and drive an hour and a half after that. I, I mean, honestly, it's a big reason I don't even really drink anymore. If I do, it's here at home at this desk because I I don't like to drink and drive. Much less, I'm not going to drive when I've been drinking because I can't really drive drunk. You know what I mean? And I'm such right. a lightweight. I can't. I can go and have two beers, and I'll be feeling it driving home. You I'll know what I mean? From, I'll speak <laughs> from experience on this one. Just don't do it. You yeah. know what I mean? It's not worth it. I've never really hurt anybody, yeah. but I, I, I had a DWI when I was younger. It's not worth it. It's <laughs> yeah. fucked. It's fucked. I mean, shit. Yeah. I, mean, I lost a friend at nineteen. Uh, exactly. He, he had a tree, and he already had three DWIs. Damn, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Bam. This was back in high school. Yeah, dude. So it's like it yeah. hit me hard back then. So yeah, I had a yeah. pretty good firsthand experience on that shit. Right, right. Yeah, but I mean, I tried to leave New York like multiple times. I'm like, where else can I move to? You know, where where should I go? And then like, it, honestly, the music scene is what really keeps me here. You've been there your whole life pretty much? I've lived, not, not in the city, but I grew up in the suburbs out on Long Island. Okay, uh, and that's how I kind of got involved in music. I got involved in like the DIY scene. I started booking shows, um, and then I was like, "What? What am I doing out here on Long Island?" The Long Island music scene is insane. We we've pumped out some great bands. Incendiary, if you yeah. guys aren't yeah on them, like they're they just put out an album. It's fucking. It's gonna go down as like one of the best hardcore albums of the year for sure. Um, nice. So yeah, I, I used to push. Actually, I used to push shopping carts at Target with. Uh, Bodog, Brian Audley from Incendiary. We were we we worked at Target. And we pushed shopping carts, and then like <laughs> I, used to, I used to throw basement shows at my house. And he was in a band called Soldiers at the time. And uh, he shows up and he's like, "Oh shit, Tim, bro, how you been? What are you doing here?" I'm like, "This is my house." And I was like, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> what, are you, like, yeah, what are you doing like, here? I'm, I'm I'm playing, and I was like, "Oh fuck, dude, that's so, dope." Don't yeah, fuck up Long my Island. walls, mom. Yeah, be mad. Don't fuck up the drywall, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, dude, I had an unfurnished basement that didn't even have an entrance into my house. Like you had to go like through a separate through a side entrance. Shutter. Oh, like, that's fucking. And I boring. lived. We were the first house on the block next to a Volvo car dealership, and so we would dude. use the Volvo parking lot as the parking lot of like my you know DIY venue. You couldn't get any cooler than that. Fucking perfect yeah you right. couldn't get any cooler than that what the fuck saying we can't do cool shit like that because we don't have basements here in texas no so oh, we didn't get to do damn. any badass basement shows like you guys get up there no, no. we just get to yeah. see all the cool video footage you we gotta... actually that we do house parties where we they literally move the kitchen table and you just set up in the kitchen yeah, yeah no fuck that <laughs> <laughs> and then and then you got to worry about everything mom's china cabinet fucking yeah, yeah. people stage diving off the kitchen counter dad's now. recliner getting pissed on everything else Hell, it's, it's no yeah. fun dude you get i'll send you guys some videos of, of my old basement it, it was pretty wild that's badass dude that's badass. Yeah. Yeah. so it was like that you know i started on the diy long island scene and then uh and that was mentioned before. I got to book Jesse Leach's uh, project when he was in the Empire Shall Fall, and I just like bullshitted my way into this venue in Brooklyn. I was like, "Yeah, I'm a a booking talent agent," and blah 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 blah. And the venue was like, "Yeah, bring it." And I started booking shows in the city, and then then kind of shortly after that, I decided to like just move into the city, and and uh, 
I've been out in the city now for like 13, 14 years. So yeah, I've been in New York. That's badass, dude. For the most part, my entire life. I lived in Boston for a year, but like that was just for school. Came back after that. New York's mm-hmm. one of the cities I've never been to that I want to go to. Dude, if you guys are ever up this way, I'd be more than happy to play tour guide and uh, bring you some shows. Fuck I'm yeah, gonna, dude. That'd be awesome to do. I'm, I'm I see uh, on that for sure. every once in a while, I, I watch, uh, you ever seen that dude, Mark Ribier? Dude, I love Mark Ribier. I was just talking about him Have like two nights ago. Have you caught any of his live sets he does on Sundays no. down there? No. Like, and he I just, just saw, will like, pop up in a random park, dude. And you just got to see the stream and know where it's at and then just I, show up. I saw a video the other day and like I just saw like a tree in the background and a little bit of a building and I was like I know exactly where the fuck he is and yeah. like, he, was down, he was down like Union Square it's like a kind yeah of a, a I big... actually was watching that that stream yeah and when he brought that like drum line in or whatever yeah yeah so like those drummers like they're out there playing all the time and I guess he overheard it when he was doing his thing and then like he was like, come over here. You know, Ribia is fucking hysterical. On one of them, he had a dude show up with the fucking saxophone. And, uh, dude, that dude ripped it up. It was fucking dope as shit, dude. It was such a badass thing. Like, it was such a, like, I love his style, dude. He's so, like, impromptu. I learned yeah. about Just, that guy from you, Kevin. And it's fucking, it's something he's, else. He's such it a master so cool. of his art. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was yeah. into, like, Reggie Watts. And, like, Reggie Watts does, like, a similar type thing. And like Reggie was kind of bigger on that. And then Mark Ribier kind of came out. And I, that's when I kind of got, it was like, I kind of think I got hit with like a YouTube suggested video one time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, who's this dude? Um, but yeah, I listen to all types of music. I mean, I'm, I'm rooted in, in hardcore, metalcore, and metal, but uh, I'm definitely spread across all genres. Give me, give me a um. We we did an episode. It's not necessarily a guilty pleasure, but give me one that like. Oh yeah. What would you one. not expect somebody to like for you or your friends? Yeah. Like shoot one out that you. I mean, you're like, literally putting really the heavy's about. headphones out. So yeah. what's something that's obviously not heavy that you listen to that you like? Well, I mean, being from New York, like I love a lot of like that '90s New York hip hop. Like I I, I yeah. could probably fucking rap every fucking I'm a big to you <laughs> like nice yeah like biggie nas like all that 90s hard uh, hip-hop stuff you know it's it's <laughs> it's heavy in its own way it's it's yeah. heavy in a different way you know it's yes. just a different type things, of thing things don't hip- have to be like distorted and have breakdowns and shit to be heavy and i i'm i mean I'm dude i've heard hip-hop that. with breakdowns honestly right. it may not you sound got- like a fucking chug breakdown but i mean because i'm a big fan of like um, you know, atmosphere, Aesop Rock. Oh, uh, hell yeah. Dell, stuff. Yeah. Uh yeah, anti Idea and abilities, prof, all those yes, guys. Sir. I love uh, idea even the, so like I know the guys from Chicago, uh Galapagos Four, Quell, Quasar, yeah, um, Quasar, all those guys. Sure. Yeah. I know all those dudes from back in the day. Um that's why I went to Chicago actually. We went up and hung out with them for a Christmas in oh six and went and checked out like a winter show that they do and all that, but yeah, dude, I've been a big fan of hip hop for a long time, and uh, pretty much right around the same time I was into metal. So I was doing hardcore and hip hop shows fucking simultaneously. Yeah, and uh, dude, I, yeah, it's it's and being in New York is like we just get it all. So it'd yeah, be dude, fool, it would be you're in a good spot. Not to it would be foolish of me not to go out and experience something else outside of mm-hmm. metal. You know, no, I agree. You guys, I th- I, like Amigo the Devil, you know him at all, yeah. Danny? Yeah. I don't. I don't know that name. 
I do. I mean, I, I I'm not a huge like, like I a, couldn't I couldn't yeah. tell you too much about it, but I've heard his shit. I I know who he is. Actually, a really really good friend yeah. of ours, Kevin Jerry, was talking about trying to like book him in San Antonio. And, oh no shit. Because he's from I don't know if he's from, but he's he's like around the Austin. I'm area looking at him right shit, now. He? I think so. Yeah, he's like he almost like looks a... like neck face. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> he's got he's got a big uh, Jane Doe Converge tattoo on his on his hand, but he does like no, folk. Oh yeah, he yeah. does. Yeah, on his right it, hand. It, yeah, it's like folk Fuck kind yeah, of uh, dude. Yeah. music. They kind of, they call it like. Uh, I'm gonna write this down. Uh, I can't remember. Like, looks like he's right up my alley. No, no, he, it, he's it, good it's, shit. The lyrics are fucking brilliant. He's he's great, great, great lyricist and super talented player. He plays like a lot of banjo on stuff. So it comes off Dope. a little like circusy and folky for some people. But if you listen to his lyrics, bro, it that shit is fucking metal as fuck. That's yeah. badass because I've been getting into I well, I've mentioned it in a few other episodes already, but I've been really into getting into bluegrass recently. Oh I just dude, went and yeah. checked out Billy Strings in Austin. Billy uh, Strings is great, dude. Yeah, on the yeah. third. And it was fucking awesome. It was it was great. It was such a good show. Yeah, so my, like my, it's... my home girl put me onto him. She lives out in Humboldt, North Northern California, and she was like, oh, "Dude, nice. Billy Strings is coming. You got to go check it out." Dude, I it looks it, like yeah, it, dude. It seems to me almost like from what I'm looking because I'm just getting into bluegrass, and so what I'm kind of picking up is like it kind of seems like bluegrass right now is like the punk. This is like the new punk thing, like how punk was back in the day. Bluegrass, like, I think, is kind of turning into like a that that folky like crusty. Well, down here we call them crusties. Crusties, yeah. <laughs> that folky yeah, crusty, like that, that train hopper kind of thing. Yeah, it, yeah. It slowly kind of evolved into almost. Well, it can't. I don't. I don't know that been like. But like, like it, the New it's Orleans got a very, busking style. Like, yeah, you know, it's like got busker, that very like. It's kind exactly. of yeah. It seems and it's dude and they're fucking some talented people, dude. It's dude, it's there, it's there interesting. A, there was a YouTube show called No Cover, and it was like a yeah. Um, yeah. sounds familiar. No, it was, it was, it was so so okay. I know exactly what you're talking about with the hip raider guy and the ash, the ash from Sumerian. Yep, exactly. It was Sumerian did it, and it was like Sumerian in collaboration with I, I don't remember who it was, but it was like a you're panel. Talking about Native Howl. They won, I think. Yes, didn't they? exactly. That's where that's where I'm getting to, right? Yes. So like, so, Alice Cooper was a judge on it, and like yeah. Gavin Rosdale was a judge, Lizzie Hale was a judge, uh, and Tosin uh, Abbasi. Tosin, dude, yeah. he was hysterical on that show. He didn't fucking give a shit. You would tell no. motherfuckers. He was like, exactly "Y'all are not that good, but you know, get better, and you'll we'll see what yeah. happens." Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. But, so, but we the actually band that won. Is like a thrash, thrash fucking bluegrass band. Yes, Native mm. Howl. Actually, I've, I've I've already reached out to them. Um, we'll see if they ever get on the podcast. The other band, uh, Night Spins. Remember yeah. those? They were yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah. Those guys were really good too. They, uh, they I, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll reach out to them again. They said yeah, but never happened. There was sure. a band on there that's actually from our hometown in San Antonio that that was on the show. Um, they're called oh, that's Morning why I Sun. know. That's why I know the fucking name. Okay. Yeah, they're called Morning Sun. They're a little more metalcore, but we had them on the podcast actually. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. No, they're they're that that's kind of how I not heard of the show. I heard about the show because I watch YouTube with my brother all fucking day, and all we do is watch music and nitpick and 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 judge shit. So I heard about this show, and I'm like, well, what the fuck? It's like a American Idol, but for bands and like they get up there and they play their own original song but actually know. good yeah right. yeah i was like well this is kind of cool yeah and the then, episode was cool that i did see and then of course you know alice cooper and, and um 
Gavin Rosdale. So like all these <laughs> names started catching my attention. I'm like, well, what is this show? So I started watching it. And of course, Ash from Sumerian, another local friends of ours, actually, but upon a burning body, we're on Sumerian. So that's kind of where like I recognize all the names and everything. Um, that show is cool. I'm I'm they were talking about a season two. I don't know if it's ever gonna yeah, happen or not. I'm, I'm kind of curious about it. Yeah, because they said something about it. I think they, I saw something where, you know, submit your music yes, for no, you know, potential they, whatever. But they I, did. I feel like that was such a long time ago. Like, I wonder, you know, again, going back to, like, people not realizing how long it takes to produce shit. Yep. Maybe maybe they're just doing it, and it's just taking a while. But yep. they don't have fucking haters blowing up their comment section like I do. Mm, well, fuck, <laughs> fuck the haters. Hey, Where dude. the fuck season two? You guys are a scam. Whoever those two people are, don't worry. It's You'll filmed, get your but it's not out yet. Last. Yeah. No, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not worried about it. I'm those guys are going to get your headphones last. Fuck you guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do me a favor, if you can, if 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 we decide to maybe get a pair, give us ours first, though. Of course. Of All course. Right. Of, All course. Right. of course. Cool. Cool. So I'm looking it up right now. No cover. I'm not seeing anything about a season two, but it doesn't say that the series has ended yet. It just shows 2022 with a dash. So I guess that, and I mean, it's got a good rating. So there, maybe there's a good chance they do a season two. He's like our own little personal Jamie from the Joe. Um, don't say that, dude. I'm not even close to that. <laughs> he, he looks it up as we're talking. But I can't tell you us. that I did look up all the albums that were produced by Will Putney. And he did do, he did do two of Upon a Burning Bodies albums. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, he did Red, White, and Green, and Which The World Is, is Ours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, hell, he might have even done another one. I'm, I don't know a lot of, but dude, I know a lot of these albums in here. There's some good shit. Uh, Will's done everything that you've listened yeah, to. And yeah, yeah, for real. To. Like, and, and you know what's so cool about that guy is I don't, I don't know him personally, but like, from what I've always gathered and read about, like, he was just a fan about everything, just like all of us. He's, he's a little bit younger than probably all three of us. And yeah, yeah, not by much, but yeah, he's, he's. He was just, know. he grew up and decided, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm a fan of these guys. I'm going to fucking record them. And then yeah. just got really good at what he did. Yeah, he did yeah. Radical. Yeah. No, he did the last couple of uh, Every Time I Dies, I think. At least the yeah. last yeah. two, I think. I, I think he did Radical. I think he did Low Teens. I think yeah, he Low Teens did, is here, too. Um, I want to say... You know, I really haven't listened to that album a lot, Low Teens. Come on, bro. It's For real. Missing, I, I really, I really, dude. Uh, there's so that's, much shit I gotta catch up on. I could, I could talk about darkest. every time. Yes, I could talk about every time I die, all I want, and, and forever. And yes, that's some of Keith's darkest. Um, until Radical yeah. came out, Low Teens was was the one for me for sure. But now that Radical came out, that just, dude, I'm pissed that I will never see any of those songs from Radical perform live. You didn't dude, go? I am pissed too. You didn't go, but I did grab this. It didn't. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I got. I mean, I got yeah. a whole vinyl collection. I got. <laughs> it's hard for me to get vinyl. Everyone wants to charge out the ass for it here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true, true. I'm so, so, so happy that um, because I almost didn't go, and they, they, so they came on their little short-lived radical tour right before Tid the season happened, and right. got, obviously got cut short. But they did two nights in Austin, and. I went to the second one because the first one sold out in seconds and I almost didn't go, but I'm so glad like in hindsight that I went because yeah, it was the last time I got to see them. And it was, wasn't one of your first metal shows every time I die and like buried alive. 
or some shit like for, that. For me, one of my first metal shows was yeah, it was every time I die in Martyr AD. Oh, okay. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah, damn, and this was dude, right. This was right when Last Night in Town was either coming out or already out. It was already out because the first one was the Burial Plot Bidding War, right? Yeah. Okay. It was like an EP. Yeah. yeah. That one was already out for sure. Last Night in Town had either just came out or was about to come out. And the reason why I know this, and I don't ever pay attention to shit, but they had something to do with the album cover, right? So, like, when you go by Last Night in Town now, it's a totally different album cover. I don't even know what's on it. But before, it was like a live shot of the band. I don't know if they're on stage or they're like they're doing something, but they're all like in suits and ties or t-shirts with ties. But it, there was like a, a green hue and then there was like a, red. a red hue. Yeah. And I don't know which one was first or what, but I recall at the time we had the the first like the the few pressing, that I guess. press like that. Yeah. Yeah. The first pressing. Yeah. yeah. Um right. and, and I knew who they were at the time, but like I was a little younger, so my older brother took me because he was really into Martyr AD. And so that's kind of why he went. But then we, I learned about every time I die, and it was like, what the fuck? Like, this was, it, yeah. it changed everything for me. That was, it that did was, really, it changed it all. Like, that was, I think every time I die was as big as a monumental, like, band and hardcore music for me as, like, Poison the Well was as an introduction. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And then converge, like they all have like a special like spot where they Kevin, like you opened up the highway. You know what I mean? You saw Poison the Well at a fucking college in Houston or some shit with Michael, right? Yeah, it was in a room like uh, it was called the Houston Underground, and it was at the college, uh, University of Houston campus, in some little fucking like boiler room in some like basement hallway somewhere. Like, we almost didn't find it. So this was back when we had to use MapQuest. Right. We had MapQuest directions yeah. printed out, dude. And we're looking for this shit. And yeah. uh, we eventually find it. And we're, we're running late. And we get down there, and we just missed Martyr AD. So I didn't get to see Martyr AD, which I was bummed about that. But I was really stoked for Poison the Well. And I'm At like the time, they were 15, on all the 14, I think, maybe. I think I was about 14. And, uh, yeah, we, uh, we get in there, and it's a room about – probably the size of my little house here. You could fit about 60, maybe 80 people in it without suffocating. That was like my and, basement. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a basement, pretty much. Yeah. And uh, no stage. They were just at the end of the room. And uh, it, it was insane. I remember having to hold the crowd back from knocking the drum set over. Yeah. Damn. Like, yeah, in the middle of the song. Like, I'm holding, helping hold the crowd back because the surge is so strong and... I'm trying to keep the drum set from getting fucking knocked over and Those shit. Those are the best shows where there's and, no uh, stage. It was amazing. Yeah, we paid like on the floor. five or six dollars to get in by some guy sitting at a table outside the door. <laughs> yeah. And it was like college kids everywhere. And it was like what we see in videos from like your area. You know what I mean? That's what it reminded me yeah. of. And it was my first hardcore show. So it was cool to like be there like in the video, you know? Right. So it was it was, it was pretty fucking wild, dude. That's one thing I miss about shows back in the day was like the the random cool places where it's like we're just gonna set up and play mm -hmm. here, you know what I mean? Yeah. We saw show. we saw from Autumn to Ashes in a bowling alley one time. I've yep. seen in the party room. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen um, Horse the Band, A Life Once Lost, and many other right. shows well, at a tire shop. Like 
we're in a tire shop to where it's like, don't trip over the fucking the lifts and the rims. Cause there's like, t- there's literally used tires along the wall. Yeah, like, it was it was wonderful. I I miss those days so 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 much, so much. Little um community centers. Yep, it'll be like a little community center with like a like an auditorium and an inside d- gym. You know what I mean? And we would set they would set up inside on the floor. I miss. Yeah, that big shit. thing up here is like um. Like VFW halls, like, yeah. Just, oh, like yeah. places where people like throw their sweet sixteen or some shit. Like that's mm-hmm. a big thing out like on Long Island where I grew up is like the center of each fucking VFW hall. Hapery played there. It's like yeah, hey, okay, sure. <laughs> so so that kind of like I guess it's a, not even a segue or anything, but like what about this new like I wouldn't call it a new fad, I don't know, but like bands playing in either subways or convenience stores when i say subway, or, like a sandwich shop it's like, that burger king video well no it's the what the fuck is up denny's well, it's what the denny's. oh denny's yeah. that's right the denny's that's what video. started it but now well, you have the, like the bucky's parking lot or king. the sonic or like yeah dude i'm i'm, I'm all for it i love it yeah, I like I the it. idea of it especially the dudes that just show up in a trailer where everything's already set up and rigged and they just pull up and jam it's gotta because, be like, like the only oh, way they're uh, getting able to set up inside a restaurant like that is because somebody that works there let them do it. That's or, you what know I what I mean? Say. Like it's got to be like somebody that works there that's like, "Hey, man, like, uh, show up tonight. The manager's not gonna be here. Let's just fucking make it happen." It's like, what? Yeah, the I, hell? I especially if you can set up. Yeah, like you can set up and do it all in like twenty minutes. Yeah. Honestly, that would be totally worth it, especially if there was like maybe three tables. You know, and like, "Hey, we're gonna do a video. Are y'all cool? All right." They're like laughing. I think that could be pulled off like that, but it just There's, tripped me out on how it like multiple places were able to do it. I love it. There's that band Homage, I think they're called from San Francisco. They have like a uh, like a mini bus, yes. and they have like their whole band just like set up in the bus, and they'll just roll yeah. to a parking lot after, like after a show. Yes, you know, like, is that like say, where the wall cranks down and it's like a stage? Yeah, yeah, but like they're just playing like inside the bus, like they they oh, follow them. I think Mr. Bungle was just on tour and they were just like following the Bungle tour. Oh, like shit. That, that show would end at 11 and their set in the parking lot would start at 11. You know, that's fucking that's, brilliant. That and is. they would just play till the cops shut it down. Like, I fucking love that, man. I, I'm, you were talking about gorilla style with the headphones and, and setting up at the, at the event in, in New York. And I, think that's so badass brilliant dude so that that is like the epitome of being like a gorilla band and like it's like like gorilla busking yes you know what i mean you just show up and assault people with music i love it i (laughs) fucking love it i think it's so cool we are we are and we try to stay true to like a diy brand that you know we that's me and the guys that i work with that's kind of like what we grew up on so like we're trying to just keep that it'd be funny dude to do some guerrilla marketing where maybe you just you do a video of you guys just showing up into like an audio store and putting y'all's headphones up on the shelf and just fucking and just Uh see with your own price tag and shit like like fucking like a total like tom green move and just see what happens Let's I have people like bring it see to the if customer, like, See if a what? customer grabs them, you know what I mean? And is like looking at them and shit. Be like, what the fuck is this? There's enough cameras that you can do low pro with, without anyone knowing. Oh, for sure. For <laughs> that sure. would be funny, dude. That would you be might be good... onto something. You might be onto something. Here. Take the idea and expand on it. There you go. <laughs> well, man, I don't want to cut you short again, but it's going to cut us off because we don't pay for Yeah, Zoom. we're at four minutes. So I have a I have a couple things that I want to try to tie it all back together in. Um, sure. One of the things is, is there anything that you want your 
either Kickstarters, investors, people waiting, people maybe anticipating to hear this episode that want to know more. Anything you got to say to anybody who's waiting on a pair of headphones or that is maybe skeptical on getting a pair of headphones? Do you have anything to say? Sure, yeah. I mean, like, nobody wants to get these out to everybody more than us. You know, everyone that's been waiting, you know, we're waiting too. I, you know, I still don't have a final product in my hand either. So, you know, we really appreciate everyone having our back through this whole thing. It, it, I, we do understand that it can be frustrating for some people to have waited for so long to, to get them. But, you know, I guarantee you it's going to be well worth the wait. You know, we didn't want to rush the product out, but we are very real. We are very much here. And uh, they'll be on your head sooner than you realize. You know, hopefully, hopefully you're listening to this podcast with those on your head on, currently. With heavies. And yeah. if you're and if you're not, <laughs> then you know they'll they'll be to you probably next month if if you didn't if they're not on your head yet. But we we're gonna have ninety to ninety five percent of all of our orders fulfilled before the end of the summer. So nice. we really appreciate you guys sticking with us. We really appreciate you, you know, believing in us first of all. You know, it's hard to ask someone to cough up some money for something that has no real reviews or no, you know, no way of knowing if it's going to be good. People kind of blindly were just like, yeah, you know, they saw who was involved in the project and they were into it enough to to give us their hard earned money. And we don't take that lightly. You know, this it's a very serious thing for us. Mm -hmm. And it's a passion you know, project. Yeah, dude. And delays fucking suck. They suck mm -hmm. more for us than they do for anyone else. You know, it's not, we, we never want to turn around to our, our fan base or our, you know, our backers and say, Oh, Hey, you know, sorry guys, we got another delay here, but like we tried to like get them out a little bit earlier and the bank that we use, like had a fucking collapse and we're like, Oh, cool. Like the financial institution that we bank with just collapsed. That's fucking great. Like as we're trying to launch our product. So, yeah. you know, if there's anything there's another say, thing that no one would have even thought to bring no, up of course yeah you know so if that's the thing that about this is there's a lot this. of things that go on behind the scenes you know when when you're doing a business like this you know a lot of normal people like me we don't know what that shit is we don't understand what goes on behind the scenes because it's not part of our everyday life right so it's like and unless you take the time to educate yourself on these kinds of things and know that actually realize what it takes to go into this kind of stuff you know that's a reason why people spend their lives in their passions doing this is because it's worth the effort and and yeah. it's obvious especially after talking with you now like dude it's obvious that this is a legit passion project that you guys really give a shit about so i'm really stoked dude i'm really stoked to fucking a hardware see thing yeah, yeah. So it's like we didn't know either we weren't anticipating this you know axel worked for sennheiser he didn't have to worry about like little things going wrong sennheiser took care of shit they had mm -hmm millions of dollars behind their product um and we don't <laughs> yeah. you know everything that we have is going into production and 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 everything that we're doing so if anything that i could say is just thank you you know thank you to our backers and thank you for the people that believe in us and for the people that are still skeptical about us you know hopefully you know you guys start seeing reviews and, and hearing the positive things that people have to say and the people that are upset with us right now, you know, we really hope that we've changed your mind by, you know, what you're hearing and what and what you are going to hear if you're not listening to them yet. So, well, honestly, nice, after man. this, I think they're going to be good, dude. But uh, we're literally cutting it real close. We want to squeeze this in real quick. We got one thing we ask everybody before it's over. And uh, if you just got done robbing a bank, you're jumping in your car and you're hightailing it out of there. What are you listening to? 
Almost, <laughs> almost forgot. We almost had that one. Fucking Zoom. <laughs> Fuck you, uh, Zoom Pro. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, all right. A re we'll redo. redo. <laughs> what are you listening to when you rob a bank? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I told myself I'll totally be prepared for this. I've heard you ask this before, and I was like, I, I, I got to come up with something. But I totally today I was like thinking about it, and I was like, I didn't really come up with anything concrete. Like it, for me, it would have to be something chill. Like anxiety is going to be high. I'm like an old school reggae fan, like old Trojan Records, old nice. Studio One stuff. So I might throw on some like Alton Ellis, like some easy reggae vibes to like cruise out Hell to. Yeah. Maybe some like Jim Croce or something. Ooh, just, that like, is a first and a first. That's a I good one. It. That's a good you one. That's two firsts right there. I, I need something to like bring the uh, the anxiety and and the stress down and get the heart rate back to something normal. So Probably fucking roll up a joint, listen to some old fucking reggae, and just chill nice, with my huge dude. bag of money in the back. So yesterday we were actually uh, we did a, a podcast with Zach Rippy. He's the sound engineer. He's done a lot of stuff with Cave In, Converge, stuff like that. And uh, it, it cut us off before we could answer, but he asked us right after uh, right after we asked him what ours would be. And I actually never thought about it. And uh, before I could give him an answer, it cut off on us. But I think mine's going to be uh, ZZ Top just got paid. Oh, there you go. Yeah, like go because with the it, theme and just fucking yep. throw you, some sunglasses You can think of it right and... now. You can hear that riff. You know what I mean? And it's, you know, oh, it yeah. just got paid today. <laughs> Yeah. You know? So yeah. I was like, "That's fucking perfect." And I don't. Uh, I don't, I don't think. I don't it, think Wade has one yet. It changes so much. It's a daily thing for me, honestly. <laughs> well, what about so, now? In the mood you're in right now, what do you think it would be? Honestly, and I we've been talking about it and and rehashing it and this, that, and the other. It would have to be something off of Radical, only because the last three days I've. I went back to this album and started listening to it again. I, I retired it after so long because I mm -hmm. listened to it nonstop when it came out. So I don't know, like a specific song. If I had to say, I would be Planet Shit from Radical, just because that's what's sure. in the mind right now. Nice. Um, well, but it's tomorrow gonna playlist, it's going to change, right? Like, play, no, it's got to be a playlist. You got one song until song. you fucking crash and burn, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. I'm hope like I'm I'm planning on driving from New York to Mexico, so I like you know I got to. Bro, you could go to Canada. It's close. Oh, well, they'll extradite. Yeah, yeah. I, you can't go to Canada. Go, man, you need a Mexico. boat. You yeah. need a boat. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Mexico will welcome me with open arms for sure. So yeah, I need like yeah, they will twenty hour playlist. playlist or something. Um, so yeah, it would be... you know what? You know what I need to do is I need to compile all these answers into a playlist. We will. Ooh. We'll do it. We'll get That's them all. A... We'll go back. I'll go back and do it. We're gonna have we'll to get do a playlist. That. Yeah. No. I didn't, think, <laughs> I didn't even think about that now because okay. So when I first started the podcast. It was a friend of mine and my brother, and Kevin wasn't necessarily fully part of it yet, but we we started out asking that like that whole like you're on a deserted island, what are you gonna listen to for the rest of your life kind of thing? And then one of our listeners, and he's actually like a friend of ours too, he was like, dude, ask this. This is such a better question. And I just stole it from him. And I'm like, you're you're right. This is so much better. And and it's just <laughs> it's it's just progressed into so much. And eventually now. this one will get old and we'll find a new one. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. This is a pretty solid one. I like it's a good yeah. it's a good ender. So it I, is I dig good. It. I dig it. it. Is so I've always dreamed of robbing a bank. So, well, <laughs> but did you ever think about what you would listen to? No. See? That's one of those things. See? Just like what kind of shoes are you gonna wear? 
Yeah. Sure. No one thinks yeah. about that yet until you're going to do it. Exactly. Right. And then my I luck, just... though, I'm going to get in the car and my fucking Bluetooth won't connect. Or my signal's <laughs> fucked up. A first and world problem. And I'm gonna have to drive away from the bank without Silence. any fucking music. Yeah, it's gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna have to put the radio on, and it's gonna be a commercial for Truck Month. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, <laughs> fucking first world problems. My yeah. Bluetooth doesn't connect when I'm getting away from the cops from robbing a bank. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn, oh, Tim! I can't thank you enough for finally doing this. Yeah, sure, um, dude. I'm glad, I'm glad we're able good. To, to line it up. I feel like we, I feel like we've covered a lot, but I feel like we haven't covered enough. So we're let's, gonna get you for another let's one. Do it again, yeah. Let's, yeah, let's get you guys up to New York, or I'll find a reason to come down to Texas, and we'll fucking do some fucking a, dude. We'll, Either way, there's gonna be music involved, so we're gonna make it happen, yeah. dude. We're, we're uh, we might we might be working with uh, South by So What. Yeah, that might work. So, That'd yeah, be cool. That'll give us a reason to go. It's only five hours. Years. It's only five hours. No, no, no. Not South by Southwest. South by So What? That's in Dallas. Yeah. It's five ah, hours no away. Shit. But that's All okay. Right. That's okay because I've already, I've already, I've already talked to a lot of the bands that play those shows, and we'll just make it an event, and we'll just do a fucking full-on live event at South by So What. There it is. That'll work. Well, All right, man, gentlemen. Well, fucking hey, Tim. It's been a good time. Absolutely humbled by your presence. Thank you so so much. Can't wait to to finally see some of these products going out. Yep. Good luck I, on the launch and everything. I hope everything else goes smoothly. And, yeah, we're uh, we're past all the hiccups at this point. So good. Nice man. man. That's good to hear. I'll be honest with you. We haven't never um backed you guys financially, but we are one hundred percent behind you guys no matter what happens oh, and what comes dude, you, with you've it. Been, and and we're dude, gonna stay that been, way for a day like forever. We're 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 lifelong homies over Zoom and maybe yeah, more. Dude, you guys so. have been uh, supporting us forever, and we really honestly appreciate you guys just kind of putting us and tagging us on stuff and and running that commercial that you guys have for us. And like, hopefully, we can actually get you some actual stuff for the show as well. You know, I'd love to get you guys some headphones and then maybe shoot a proper promo for a proper commercial and shit. So let's just keep keep doing this, keep growing you know i'm down happen dude it's all all of this is it's all good everything sounds good it's all good man it's all all good good. (laughs) all right gentlemen i'll catch up with you soon definitely man you have a good night cheers brother